Hey, Mountaineer fans, after a year of being stuck at home, you deserve all the latest WVU gear, gifts, and apparel to show your Mountaineer pride. Our friends at the Book Exchange are offering 25% off with our promo code BX4FINAL4. Let's cheer on all of our Mountaineer athletes in gold and blue and support local business too. Shop online at bookexchangewv.com or at their downtown Morgantown or Evansdale locations. That promo code again is BX4FINAL4. Recorded live in Morgantown, West by God, Virginia, and across the world with your hosts, Kevin Jones, John Flowers, and our lovely co-host, Ashley. This is the Final Forecast Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Final Forecast. Welcome to another episode of Final Forecast with me, your host, Jay Flo. You already know what it is. (laughs) You already know what it is. Worst real estate agent. We know. Best real estate agent. <laughs> Best Ever. basketball player in all of Uruguay. What up? Woo, woo. <laughs> the guy Best hugs never player. played, never gave shots to the. Uh... The best shooters I hugged ever had. <laughs> you know, kind of hungover right now. Terrible really? headache. Whose <laughs> idea was it to record this early? Anyway. We do the same time the same every time, Sunday. Every <laughs> and it's one o'clock here. But <laughs> And you're still hungover? Rough night, John? It was. What'd you do? Shout out to my guy, Kevin Jones. He's here. Yep. And our lovely co-host, Ash. That's me. Yeah. It was just... I mean, clubs don't close out here till 7 a.m. So I, I didn't get home till like 6. Sounds 7 a.m.? Didn't go out to like two though. So. I haven't heard you talk much about going out out there. How how's the scene out there? Cause I don't I don't really go out. It it must be like a euphoria like week like something going on like. Cause all I see is girls with this glitter face, diamonds on their face and stuff. It's it's kind of freaking me out, man. <laughs> I keep hearing people talk about this show. Like everybody's saying, yo, you gotta watch it. Like what is it about? I don't know. It's about, Everybody's going crazy over it. It's about Rue. It's about what? Rue. What's yeah. what's that? And Jules. She, she's the main character. You see, you oh. watch it, Ash? You explain it. I don't know. I haven't personally watched it because I think I would find it triggering because it's about a girl that struggles with her drug addiction. Uh, it starts out as pills and then things kind of progress from there. So it's kind of dark in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, but my, I mean, I have friends that love it and my sister watched it, but I haven't seen it cause I'm afraid it's just going to be triggering cause it's you know, triggering, triggering how like make you want to do drugs. No, no. Like take me to a dark place. You know what I mean? Cause uh, yeah. I've been around that world. You know what I mean? And mm, yeah. I, those are some dark moments in my life and I, I'm afraid if I watch it, it's going to put me back there mentally and. You know, I've worked hard to overcome those moments, so I'm not mm. trying to head back down that rabbit hole. It's yeah, pretty scary. It's, it's kind of... Why? I'm being serious. No, I'm not worried like, about a relapse. I'm worried <laughs> nah, about those <laughs> digging up those memories, you yeah. know, in those nah, dark places. Nah, I feel places. you on that. I feel you. I uh, was thinking, like, 
if I had a 13-year-old daughter, I probably wanted to to watch it because it kind of it's kind of scary. Like, scares you out of doing drugs, but everyone what? says it, it'll make you do drugs or something like that. I think it does the opposite. See, that's what my friends tell me too. And it's crazy though, because I don't know if you saw the D.A.R.E. program, which we are all familiar with when we were kids. They're saying, they're speaking out against the show, saying that it, quote, glorifies drug use. Yeah, which I've heard but just I, the opposite. And I mean, to the defense though, like I've never seen, and when I was in high school, no one was doing drugs like that. Like no one was doing cocaine and what else are they doing? Actually, well, she's well doing- those are rich people. That's just like a rich people's drug anyway. Like people yeah. probably wasn't having money to do cocaine. Like when we were at high school, they were sticking to the, the small stuff, the weed she's, and all that. She's doing heroin. She's doing everything. Like, she's, I was like, what is going on? I mean, but we did have Johnny West on the show. He said living in Cali. I think that's what the, the show is based out of. They said that it's a different lifestyle over there. Yeah, kids live a little bit faster out there than they do here. Yeah, we should ask Johnny about that. Get Johnny West back on the show. I think he ask him about the show or ask him about the parties out in L.A. I want to know if you ever seen anyone do drugs other than marijuana in high he, school. He I've never that. seen that in high school. I have. Yep, yeah, they snort pills really? and. In in my high school, they, they did. Yeah, that's, that's, they snort pills in, in the freaking bathroom at uh, Joe Mama's. <laughs> and that's college. I've never seen that. Uh, I mean, I've actually yeah, only seen one nice. person do coke in person, like before in my life. Really? Yeah. I, I was like, what is going John on? John lived like, a sheltered cul de sac life. Remember? Yeah. <laughs> I thought that's what people <laughs> do cocaine in the rich communities. <laughs> Once again, you sound stupid, dude. <laughs> I think people will watch that show and get like people are going to get whatever they get out of it. Like some people, it will it will deter them from not doing that stuff, and then some people will look at it and be like, "Oh, yeah, I don't care if she's strung out. This is cool." Like I don't know. Like you, everybody's going to get what they get out of it, but it sounds everybody swears by it. So I guess I might watch an episode or two, see what I think. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, it's a good show. Speaking of other shows, KJ, you supposed to do your like reviews, movie reviews. I think we said that like three years ago when the show first started. Yeah, you guys, as always, don't listen to my genius ideas that I have in my mind. But so is, is Dave going to come up with like a segment, music segment? Should I think? What do we want to call it? KJ's reviews. KJ's reviews. I like that. I like that. As yeah. people who don't know me, I'm a movie enthusiast, local movie buff. So looking it up with KJ. I, <laughs> <laughs> that could be that could be uh, taken many different ways, but mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, flicks with KJ. Yeah. So I I like going to movies. I go to movies about like once or twice every week. And uh, yeah, I I feel like I'd be a great review guy, even though I don't believe in reviews like that because a lot of them is like I I'll see the review and then I watch the movie and it's like the opposite way of mm-hmm. what people are saying. So I don't even really listen to movie reviews before I watch it. Exactly. I want to know who is reviewing these movies, like Siskel and Ebert. 
A lot of times they're these, you know, uh, those types of people, critics, right? So they look at it from an art perspective where we're looking at it from like a story standpoint, right? Does it have good acting? Does it keep me interested? They're mm -hmm. looking at all kinds of shit that's not even important, like in my opinion. Yeah, exactly. True. Yeah, because I think every like Billy Madison movie. Mm -hmm. uh, what's his name? Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. Yeah, I think all his movies are like low rated, but those are like my favorite movies. Out of them. Exactly. It's just I, like horror movies. They anytime a scary movie comes out, it has got the worst critic reviews, and they're not all bad. You know, there's mm. some good ones out there. So I've never understood what their qualm is with certain genres. Even though I wouldn't mind them giving a bad review to that Halloween movie that came out recently. That shit was so trash. <laughs> I was so mad that I went to that movie. They made another one? Yeah, yeah. they're about to make another one, too. Supposedly, the next one is going to be the last, I think, yeah, coming up. stop. Like, it's, some things you just don't touch, man. Like, leave certain things of classic movies alone. Like, but they've been doing it for so long with Halloween. Yeah. How many times has that sucker been remade? Or sequeled upon. Bro, you know? this dude get shot 20 times, <laughs> stabbed another 10 times. And <laughs> like, it's just not realistic anymore. Like, what are you doing? My favorite part is the fact that it's obvious that there's something more to Michael Myers, right? Mm -hmm. Like, almost paranormal. But what kills me is like the, the, the mob coming after him and they're taking turns. Why are we taking turns? Bum rush the motherfucker. What are we doing? <laughs> Yo, swear. That's, oh my God. I could spend an hour on that just alone, but me too. Joe and I got into it after we watched it. We're just sitting there like, bop, 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 bop. like we were so pissed off. Like it was wild. Is it, is it a scary movie? Like, is it scary? I don't think in my opinion, Halloween was ever a scary movie. It yeah, like, it, it, it doesn't terrify. You know what I mean? But I'm not gonna lie. when I was younger, I was, I was, I was scared of like somebody coming down the street with Michael tall dude coming down the street of Michael Myers mask. When I was young, it's certain things when you're younger. Like when you look at it now, it looks stupid. But when you you were terrified of that shit, like right, yeah. true. I'm I'm more scared of like paranormal shit because we all know my encounter with the ghost. We all know. Oh, jeez. Was traumatized by that. So. <laughs> I'm scared of like paranormal stuff, like The Exorcist and yes. Yeah, those are real scary movies. Yeah, anything to deal with, like, demons, dude, like, that's yeah. what gets me. Because that could be real, right? It absolutely could be. And I want no parts spirits. of it. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't messing with that. But, uh -uh. yeah, if if y'all uh, if y'all want me to do some movie reviews, can we put, like, a poll up or something to see if the fans want it? And you I know? think we should name it The Real Movie Reviews. Cause the what? Is, no. The Real, the real. Movie. Because... Everyone else's reviews are like fake, or they do it like based on a, a different system. Yeah, they do. Uh, I wonder. What about Kevin Jones? Five star reviews. Ooh, I like mm. that. Actually, That's, you you do have a good idea or two every now and then, Dave. Good job. I don't get it. KJ's number five. Five. Get it. Oh. <laughs> what an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I was gonna say. I wonder if the people who are reviewing these movies are actual producers. Do they have any producer talent? Because you're. Because I, I feel like this too with like sports announcers. If you've never played the sport, if you've never done what you're critiquing, how mm -hmm. can you? I don't want to say you can't, but there's different levels. If you've never, if you've never done it before, so I wonder. 
if these are actual producers or people who know any real like nuances of movies that are doing the reviews i don't fucking know bro. i would think so i i believe that a lot of those like critics have gone to film school you know and stuff like that that's why i'm saying i feel like they look at it from a different point of view as opposed to the average viewer mm. hold on let me touch this girls because what's the worst movie you ever seen That's, I mean, I've seen a saw, lot of movies. A movie you saw and was like, man, that just wasn't. Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Other than Halloween. Oh, man. There's been some pretty low budget movies that I'm just like, why? Why even make it? You just wasted your money. I can't think of it. I've seen so many movies, bro. I, I can't think of just one. That doesn't even make sense. What? You've seen so many movies and you I, can't think of one. That one doesn't, like, I I just can't think of one. Because I've seen so many bad movies is what I'm saying. Yeah, just name one. Jeez. I just named one, but you just said except that Another one. Another <laughs> one. I don't know, bro. So many. Um, right, I've seen movie? the, um, you ever seen, <laughs> you ever seen the sequel? To, you ever seen Meet the Blacks? Yeah. Yeah, well, it's, it's the second one. I can't remember the name of it, but the, it was, it was pretty bad. <laughs> and I was just like, and I'm a big Mike Epps fan. It had Cat Williams and it had some other comedians. And I'm like, oh yeah, this is gonna be funny. And then, yeah, yeah. it was. So what's the best movie you ever seen? Any Marvel movie? Mm. Anyone? I'm gonna say Avengers. Avengers Endgame. That's that was a good one. Well, yeah. Can I submit a terrible movie choice? Yes. Why? Do you remember when Disney would just constantly make movies out of theme park rides? There was like yeah, that Haunted yeah. Mansion and all that other stuff. They, it was mm -hmm. like a bunch of them came out at once. There was uh, a movie with Nicolas Cage and one of the guys from American Pie. And it was called The Sorcerer's Apprentice. Did you ever see it? <gasps> yes. And it was horrendous. Literally one of the worst things I've ever seen. And literally the first 10 <laughs> minutes is exposition. Just 10 minutes of someone talking about what was happening. And you get there and it's just like, I hate every second of this. It's just so bad. And it's not the bad that you could like stick through and just like, oh, it's kind of cringe, but all right. This was just awful, 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 awful. And it is my go-to most hated movie I've seen. Nick Cage has made some pretty bad ones. Yeah, he's fought, and he's he's got a new one coming out that looks pretty bad as well, where he's playing himself in the movie, and I'm like, yeah, this is gonna suck too. <laughs> I he hasn't been good since what Conair. Yeah, Conair. I actually wow, liked Conair. Con I didn't think Conair was that. Conair was fire. That's yeah. what I'm saying. He hasn't been good since. Then. That's probably true. Facts. I can't look at him the same. I read Jenna Jameson's biography. And when she was young and first got into stripping, the place that she stripped at was, I think it was called the Crazy Horse in, La in Las Vegas, if I remember correctly. But anyways, she talked about how Nick Cage would always come in and how he just like smelled bad and was like a total fucking creeper. And like, I can't look at him the same now. Mm. Like yeah, he's yeah. clearly an odd individual. I mean, I wouldn't take her word for it though, just cause she said something. I don't know. Well, I mean, Jenna understands people. <laughs> she yeah. understands people. Listen, strippers, they're like therapists, you know what I mean? Like they understand personality, they understand stuff like that, so I take it. I've never had a therapy session with strippers. <laughs> but I could see. Yeah, the Johns, yeah, I get it. 
Speaking of strippers, please, everybody, go to Brandy Love's uh, Twitter page and just spam her, telling her to come on the show. She's not a stripper. Telling her to come on the show. Even though I love, I love Brandy Love, but... I can't get over with Dave's show. That was hilarious. <laughs> Uh yeah. Well, well yeah. So we're trying to get Bernie Love on the show and Dave said, Hey, she might not come on out of respect for her kids. Hey, listen, it's different though, because that's work. <laughs> that's work though, bro. Like that's even whether it's you know, what she does, you know, the, mm-hmm. the adult film industry, that's still a job at the bro. end of the day. It's like somebody I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's the exact equivalent, but just like somebody having sex in a movie and like, let's just say you're acting, you have a sex scene in the movie. It's your job. You know what I mean? Whoa, so whoa, you, whoa, act, whoa, whoa. what? You it's actually have a, a sex scene in a movie and porn. No, I'm just saying to the fact that they're both jobs that right. you have a real life af- outside of that. Like mm-hmm. that, that's not necessarily who you are if somebody plays a villain and or a bad guy in a movie that doesn't mean they're that same person in real life is what i'm saying i don't, I don't get what you're saying all right cool he's saying that just the, because she's a porn star doesn't mean that she's some slut out exactly. here in real life that's what i'm saying throwing it at everybody thank you Ash. i, I, I didn't say it. she was a, i mean she's doing what she has to do but the the, the movie is real like it's it's a real porn and it's like a movie. A, a movie is fake like of course you're not gonna be the character like you're not T'Challa or whoever the Black Panther is, but porn is like real. Like Bro, they're, you, they're actually having sex. You know, there's acting scenes in porn, right? It's she's still acting, and you she's think, still getting paid. That, but she's getting paid you, to do real this. But do you? Th- all right, so do you think she likes every time that she has sex with somebody? It doesn't matter if she likes it or not. She's doing it. But what what I'm saying is is that doesn't matter, bro. Like it's still her job. Like that's her job. She's not like doing this shit for nothing. Like I don't understand right. what your point is. Alright, I'm not gonna tell you. Anyway. But I just thought it was funny because <laughs> I was like, okay, so the podcast is where she crosses the line. <laughs> I get what you're saying too though. I get what you're saying because it's like, all right. But I don't. But at the I end didn't of the say day, that the podcast was the line. It's just, does she want to go around to where her daughter goes to school and like alert everyone to the fact she has? You know what I mean? Like, it's still just a, oh, Brandy has a daughter at school, but like, does she want to draw more attention to it for her? Do- That's what I'm saying. Right. It's not I mean, that she's, she's ashamed of it or anything like that. It's just sometimes there's boundaries that parents set up. How do we know her daughter goes to the school? She's been snapped at. Uh, Tour events and stuff like that. Brandy. Yeah, she's been like online, like wearing WVU gear and hats and stuff. So she didn't want to, you know what I mean? But I get what she was saying, man. I, I, honestly. Anyway, if she don't want to come on, she don't want to come on. I just thought it was funny. I don't think she wants to, because she's been ignoring me. She followed me on Twitter, but she's, I haven't had contact since. I would but enjoy it, that she conversation, gets though, paid to be honest. every time she does an interview, honestly. Yeah. Think so? Mm-hmm. She is one of my favorite actresses. <laughs> I, I would enjoy that conversation though, just to see the other side of it. Obviously, we mm-hmm. see just the pure entertainment side, but I'm sure there's also a dark side to the shit. Whereas, just like any other job, some days you don't feel like 
<laughs> like I'm sure some days you don't want to go to work. You want to call out sick and you have to do it just because, you know what I mean? Like That'd be rough, you especially make money. in that industry. You know what I mean? I, I like, bet. I'm really not feeling it today, and I have to. And you have to get, like, gangbanged or something like that. Yeah, and you yeah. just <laughs> You're like, nah, I'm tired today. I don't want to. Right? But... I definitely want to look get on the inside. Like I don't think it would be a disrespectful like interview. I think it'll be fun, and mm-hmm. I try to tell her we run, we run a respectable joint around here. So we try. We'll yeah. See. Help spread the word about our podcast. Leave us a review and tell a friend. Anyway, transitioning from <laughs> the weirdest transition from that to <laughs> hugs fish friends this weekend. <laughs> uh, hugs fish fry. Yeah. Uh yeah. shout out actually shout out to everybody who went there and there was a lot of people who came up to me and said like I really enjoyed the podcast. You know, you guys like I listened to it in my spare time and they they quote certain things that we said and you never know all the people that you know that's listening to you and you never think you're reaching all these people but there there are a lot of there's more people that come up to me and and say we love the podcast than like oh yeah, thanks for memories for basketball you know so that's that's a good feeling that's awesome yeah, yeah so they people <laughs> every y'all got people saying um yeah cop it up for that y'all got people talking about how i don't have a job yet and stuff <laughs> yeah i heard it on the podcast you don't have a job <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for that assholes um <laughs> i didn't say anything <laughs> not you ash uh, not you ash but these two mm-hmm. these other I mean, two did they offer you a job they did. <laughs> I mean, this is some like, big nah, money. Some big money people up there. They what the hugs raised like two million, two, two and a half five. million, two man. Half, yeah. Shout out to hugs for that. Yeah, that's big time, man. So I'll ask you yesterday, but like, like, how's it feel to like not have a job and like be able to go to all these events like you normally miss during the year? You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of bittersweet, right? It is bittersweet. Like I'm, I'm kind of jealous. Like that, you got to go to the fish fry. You get to go to all the games. You get to be home for. Well, I was home for Christmas and Thanksgiving, but everything else. Yeah, I mean, like I told you, it, it is bittersweet because obviously I want to go play. Obviously, I want to go make money. But while I've been here, I've been setting up some future moves and you know th- things that that's going to come out hopefully in the next you know whether it's the rest of this year or maybe next year that's that's going to set me up for after basketball so it's been good in that way and then also going to fish fry making I'm I've been on my John my J flow stuff trying to network and uh-huh. and do all that stuff meet meet some important people um so I just trying to make use of while I'm here cuz these are things that I wouldn't be able to do if I was playing right now so yeah, that's the, that's the bad, thing. Like man. in the summertime, you're limited to like the amount of people you meet. So I meet like every summer I get like a different opportunity to do something like investing wise or business wise. And then come August, it's time to go. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. sometimes I just sit back and think like, man, I could be here. I could be doing this right now. Like, and then also on top of that, like I just forget people's names and like forget people I meet in the summertime because mm. uh, I'm gone all year. So I've been trying to work on that, but yeah, it's it's definitely helpful. And being there, you see, it, it's so many people that you would never think. I don't know. I, I guess you don't have to have a look to have money, but mm-hmm. there's people that's just like multi millionaires and 
I would never suspect that they, you know, they just look like your average everyday person, but these are the people that you're making connections with that could possibly help you with uh, future, like stuff in the future. So it, it was cool for me to be in that environment. You know what I mean? They say you hang around, you you start to adapt to the people you hang around. So you hang around enough millionaires, hopefully you're the next one. <laughs> there you go. For real. Just wild. Did you see Dave Portnoy of Barstool Sports donated half mil to the fish fry to to Coach Huggins and then lost what was it, almost 140k on the West Virginia game because he bet on West Virginia to win. What an idiot! <laughs> How much would he have won? He would have won. I think it was 366 thousand altogether. I think. Mm. That's a terrible bet. No, Actually, the potential payout really was not. 266 thousand, but it wasn't a terrible bet. No, they they beat them six out of the last eight times that they played them in in West Virginia. So no, that's actually year. really not. No, but I'm saying if we're going <laughs> off of his, if we're going off of history, we've had they've had top ten teams that we've beat at we, home. So we've never been this shitty. Though. What? Never been this shitty in as the last. This is the worst year in the last thirteen. Nah, since not. hugs got there. It's not. Okay. You say it's so. not. But when uh, we, what's our record in conference play? Three and something? Now three and ten, maybe. Has Hugs ever been three and ten in conference play since he's been in West Virginia? Yeah, probably. No, yeah. After the year after I graduated, I think. Mm. I think that was the last year that you can say is the same as this year. But I mean, anyway, like the the game, I don't know, man. Like it's, I don't. It's it's weird. They, we cannot make a layup. Like it's, it, I've never seen a team miss so many layups. This is, they I, miss I don't in practice. I don't know if it's con. Yeah, it's the same in practice. Like I don't know if it's concentration or can can you teach not missing layup? How can you teach that? That's the basic thing you learned when you first play basketball. So, yeah. I mean, I think they're just rushing, man. Just, I don't know. That's weird. It is weird. Again, we all, these are, it's not like it's a lot of them are wide open. Like, these are contested layups, and we, we've all missed layups in our career, but the, the rate that they are doing it is, <laughs> is crazy. Hmm. It's just, I don't know. It's like a lid on a basket for real. People say that, but it, it really feels like that. That's what it looks like. I mean, Hug said last night he would give his right arm to get Cam Thurman back right now. And I'm like, we shot 27% from the field as a team. Why do you want Cam Thurman? <laughs> Cam Thurman's going to bump that percentage. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, I don't think. I mean, they're trying. I think they're hustling. I don't. I really don't know what's going on. I stopped watching at halftime, bro. John didn't watch the game at all. Don't lie. Like, John was watching the all-star uh, three-point contest while the, the game first, was going on. I watched the first half, and then three-point contest came on. So I'm Whatever. You ain't a real mom, man. Polycat was a shout-out to Polycat, man. He was out there trying to be a spark, hustling. He did a backflip on the court. Did he? <laughs> oh, he's hilarious, bro. <laughs> you got to get him on, man. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, man, I was a, I was a tough choice, man. WV basketball or the the All Star events. Nah. Even though the, the dunk contest is weak, but the three point contest is pretty good. 
That's what I was saying. But what else can you do? What more can you do in a dunk contest? There's, every dunk has been done. I, I think, I don't know, maybe they should think about getting rid of it, man. Because there's, no, yeah. there's nothing else you can do. They got to change it up a little or, bit. Or something. I don't know what they do to change it up, though. Toppins did something different. He did like off the glass, like reverse between something different. No, he didn't. I was I watched the highlights. He didn't do anything that I've never seen before. You seen somebody throw it off the glass between the legs, top the backboard, then dunk it? <laughs> he did not do that. I see, he did. No, he did not. What do you do, bro? I seen all he the dunks between that he the did, legs, bro. top the backboard, and then dunk it. No, he See, didn't. You, you didn't even watch it. So no, he didn't. But anyway, right, like they, just, they, they got to change it. They got to do something. Yeah, they got to do something to spark it up. I, I obviously, think, three point contest that that never gets old. I think King of the Hill one on one, some type of one on one tournament or something. That that would be that would be cool. Like That'd the people people consider like the best one on one players, yeah. and and just have like a King of the Hill to like seven, and you get. Like we do during the summer, maybe you get three dribbles or whatever, a, lim- a limited amount of dribbles. I don't know. Yeah, but be cool. that'd be a nice switch up. What about getting like the YouTube dunkers in it? Like YouTube versus the NBA or something? I saw like they had like NFL players have a dunk contest a few years, not a few years, like back in the day. And I, it looked pretty good. Mm. Yeah. I don't think they want anybody to show up. <laughs> The NBA players, I think you just keep it to strictly NBA players. You have somebody that's a a professional dunker, like that's all they do. They don't they don't actually know how to play basketball, but they know how to dunk. Yeah, yeah. That, I don't think that would work well if they beat an NBA player. Yeah, my my marketing brain isn't working too too well this morning. Kind of drunk. Crazy. <laughs> but um, as far as the the Kansas game too, another thing about that is Bill Self came to the fish fry, which was hilarious. They was just roasting each other, him and hugs. Oh, I love that. <laughs> he was just talking about how Bill Self and Kansas be cheating and shit like that. Like they were just, <laughs> and I'm like, all right, this is getting kind of personal. Like this is right. getting a little bit outside of. <laughs> Can you say that? Like. Is he going to get in trouble now? <laughs> no, I'm nah. sure that it, between them, it's like, you know, just good fun between friends. Yeah. I don't think it's meant they, to be malicious. Did Kansas already get in trouble for uh, paying players? Mm, I'm not yeah, sure no, if they were one of the up. schools. Yeah, let's look that up. But yeah. uh, I <laughs> I think it's always funny because it's, it's like, I think that might have been extra motivation for Kansas. I'm sure he said something about that to his team. <laughs> It's like, yo, these like they think we cheat or whatever like that. Let's go out here and kick their ass. That's what mm. I would say. But they do cheat. So I don't understand. <laughs> I don't get it. Like, no, they don't. Be real. Yeah, they do. Like, because you played overseas for yeah. the longest. I tweeted this yesterday. Like, I've met, I played with so many teammates and met so many players that have told me that they got paid going to college, bro. Mm-hmm. And I know some players be lying, but. All of them can't be lying. And I watched that documentary. It's a documentary on Netflix about, like, kids getting paid. So kids are really getting paid. But I was just looking at hugs and beeline like, yo, what the – where was my bag at, bro? Like, they could have broke me on something. They could have gave me five racks, something, man. Integrity, man. That's where, that's where it was. You play for the love of the game, man. You don't like, need that damn, money. We really didn't cheat. Like, you didn't, you didn't need that money. You didn't know what to do with that money. I remember uh, 
Roscoe Davis came on a visit to WWE. You remember that? Did you know he? Roscoe? What year was that? This is like, I don't know. It's one of those years I was there. Mm-hmm. He, he he told me he was going to ask for some money. <laughs> I was like, well, probably not going to do that, but okay. Yeah. And lo and behold, Roscoe Davis did not come to us. <laughs> that was funny. I, w- I wonder how do you go about doing that? What, you just go in there and just be like, all right, listen, before I commit, I'm going to need something from you. <laughs> I'm going to need something yeah, from you need, first. Uh, 50000 You can put it in one of those West Virginia duffel bags. <laughs> Cash. Get the hell out of here, Ricky. Fl- <laughs> I don't need the motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I, I don't. But do you. Have do you, you met, do think you that met would help the. They got paid, right? I don't be counting people's pockets. But yeah, I'm sure I've uh <laughs> oh my goodness. Unlike you, John, I don't count people's pockets. But I'm sure I have there has been somebody that I've met that that's gotten paid. If that's counting people's pockets. It is. Uh but I I think do you think that would help like if if he were obviously we know he's never gonna do that, but do you think that would help with recruiting if we were to go that route of trying to trying to pay players or you know under the table whatever which which is you don't need to do anymore because fucking nil yeah that's mm-hmm. a big part of the nil like if we're not doing good with the nil stuff then kids aren't going to want to come to school so I, I think what uh oliver luck is doing is really helpful to wvu as yeah. far as helping get uh these kids money because that's going to be a big part of recruiting now thanks thanks yeah it helps and like like I said, we got a lot of deep pockets here, more than you would think, in West Virginia. So if they really, you know, if they really want to see good teams and they want to get the best players, they're gonna have to, you know, somebody's gonna have to come out of their pocket and be like, all right, well, uh, five star recruiters think about coming here, we'll get them whatever deal. So you know, it's more enticing to come here. Exactly. So yeah, we're gonna have to. Come out them pockets a little bit. Mm-hmm. And by the way, Kansas was named in that indictment Ooh. in the second wave. Damn. Yeah, apparently the mother of a former Kansas player star, Josh Jackson, her name was Apple Jones. She reportedly received $2,700 during his college career. That's so, it? Tw- yeah, that's it. That's it. Yo, that should be swept under so, the rug. Like, what? So that's so petty. petty. Bro. That's petty as hell. It's so petty, bro. That's like a Pell Grant. That's not even that, great. It's still, it's still money, though, right? It's still illegal, it is, though, no matter how you look at it. Oh, my gosh. That's like, so... Which is even more dumb. It's even more dumb that she took it. Like, what? I hate no. this. It's got to be more than that. Like, But that's all they caught. But 27, True. like, yeah, they could have just left that out. Mm-hmm. They ought to be ashamed of themselves for only finding twenty seven hundred dollars. <laughs> this is, is that the only movie? incident, or is there no? More? So then it goes on to say da 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 da, um, which this is all about. I guess like their, I think it was their assistant coach Gatto or Gato or whatever his name is, or is that the guy from Adidas? Anyways, doesn't matter. It says that between him and the coach of an Adidas sponsored AAU team were alleged to have given at least $90,000 to the mother of a KU recruit between October 2016 and November 2017 in exchange for the player's commitment to the school. Mm-hmm. He didn't even have to go. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
must be nice. That player was Billy Preston, who committed to KU in November of 2016. Damn. So you could commit and then decommit and keep the money. Cause yes, you could. Because it's KU under the gonna, table. What are, what, yeah, what are they going to say? Like, right? Yeah, they yeah, really, you really you can't say nothing. <laughs> wow. You, had, wow. Nah, you at least got to commit. There's yeah, another you could one, commit, too. And then you could decommit after you get the money. That's what I would do. It's a it's a crazy game. I hate the NCAA tournament. That is this. I said tournament. The NCAA in general. That is this the way that people people got try to pay kids under the table. Like you, they I said a, they used to say like we couldn't go like to eat. We couldn't accept like drinks. Nothing. Couldn't do anything like nothing. It's an NCAA violation. This dumb shit. Like why do you care about that? Like right. that's what you care about it out of all everything else. Yeah. But yeah, they're not the only Big Twelve school that was named in this indictment either. Texas is on here. Oklahoma State is on here. Baylor. Mm-hmm. I know Oklahoma State. I didn't see Baylor. Baylor's they not should. listed. Well, they should be on there. <laughs> <laughs> they should be. Damn it. But yeah, I'm like, I'm. It's it's crazy how minuscule these amounts are, though. Like the ninety thousand, though, that's significant, obviously. But like, this other kid got like seventeen hundred dollars, and they got indicted off that. Like, seventeen hundred bucks. Come on now. What like what's your bargaining? What does your bargaining price start at? Like, what is what is the <laughs> number? That, like, listen, are I'm we gonna starting need at hundred dollars? Yeah, <laughs> you got to be starting real low to only get seventeen hundred. Right. This is crazy. Oh, that's sad, though. That seems to be just exclusive for kids. (laughs) The amounts are low for them, but not other people. They got the most money in the Big Big 12, I think. Mm -hmm. So, think about That doesn't even make sense, $2,700. Well, I don't think they have the most money. The most money, I think, is Texas. Texas Texas. has the most money. Yeah, I was going to say maybe Texas. And I'd say Oklahoma is a close second. Kansas may be third. True, 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 true. You're saying, like, the football powerhouses probably have, like, the Well, I mean, they're more known for basketball nowadays, but I feel like those teams who have big football programs probably have the deeper pockets. Like, that's why Texas and Oklahoma have the most. I mean, they're the biggest uh, football schools in the Big 12. Yeah. Some would argue in the country in some respects. True, true. Hence why they're going to the SEC, <laughs> leaving us behind. Yeah. Bastards. Might be better for us. True, actually. Be. Are they going to fill that spot up with somebody else, or are they? Yeah, I think Cincinnati. Oh, who else was it? Cincinnati and. That sucks. Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. It doesn't go into effect, I think, until, like. 2024, 2025, we still have a few years left on a contract, so it won't take place right away. 2025, July 1st of 2025 is when it starts, and that can't be real. Seriously, they put BYU in the Big 12? Yeah. Yeah, last year, I think. Okay. Let's see who else is on here. That's a lot of Uh, University of Central Florida, so UCF is on here. University of Cincinnati. University of Houston. <laughs> which means we sense. might get to play Holgerson again. I know, which is that's. <laughs> oh, that would be that would be cool. Hi. 
All right, football yeah, so side that might not be bad, but basketball side that's trash. That sounds so really trash. <laughs> <laughs> it all sounds. But yeah, hey, I mean, at the end of the day, this could be a leg up for West Virginia. You know what I mean? Takes out some of like the bigger competition when it comes to certain sports. So this is true. But so that so we're not. Huh? Take out the bigger competition, you get less talent because the top recruits want to play against the best competition. I could be a part of it too. So, I, well, well it depends on how to? you look at it, right? Though, do do they really, or do they want to play for a school that's at the top of their conference? I think it's more spread out now. I think guys are not really. I I think people are going where they can play the most now. Like I don't. I think it's less about the name i feel like the talent is a little bit more spread out than it's always True. been people are not not every top recruit is going to the dukes and kentucky's kansas is now like it's it's being a little bit more spread out well yeah because now you can be a star outside of these larger schools because you know there are more games now streaming and things like that and mm -hmm. kids can really get out there as far as social media is concerned so you can kind of shine no matter where you go Exactly. Um, but obviously, you'd still. I, I would. I would think, though, still as a as a as a great athlete, you'd want to be in a Power Five, right? Of course. Because that those are the schools that are still going to get the NBA looks or the NFL looks. Yeah, I think then you got guys that's going to the league out of these small schools. You got your Damian Lillard's. You got your C.J. McCollum's who didn't go to Power Five schools, but they're still they got looks in the nba and you know they're all damian Lewis, all-star you know nba player so mm -hmm. i i think the importance on going to the bigger schools is is less right now because people see that that doesn't necessarily if you have game obviously it's easier to go to those schools you'll be seen more but if you have game people will find you true i mean just like they take kids straight out of high school too it's not like you even have to go to college to play pro ball so well, I guess not depends anymore. On how you you still got it. one year. You got to be out one year removed from high school. Oh, you Whether do. That, so a lot of so a lot of guys are going to the uh, the G League now. They're using that or using one one of the years to go overseas somewhere. Which uh, was the um, Lamelo Ball, for example. He didn't go to college. He used that time to play overseas, and and it helped him once he got into NBA. Because now he's he's killing. So right? a lot of people take that route as well. I feel really bad for that, that kid. I think everybody wanted him to fail because his dad's such a for douche. real. <laughs> for real, for real, such a douche. Yeah. See, was his dad a douche or? I don't. It's the oh, way overbearing. It's just the, yeah, he's overbearing. overbearing. I wouldn't call him a douche. Like he has the best <laughs> intentions for his kids. How's he overbearing, bro? Because he, he was in every. He was in everything more than them. Yeah. That's overbearing, bro. I mean, like I that's I your kid. Don't did. like. Yeah. You don't I have to live through your kids, kids bro. Can say if he's overbearing or not. They did. <laughs> they say he was overbearing. Yeah, I like I, I mean, obviously, after they got from under, they're not gonna say why they living with him. Right. He's probably like one know. of those dads never... that's constantly. It's like you know the Michael Jackson thing, like how Joe Jackson was to Michael. Like, you know, you're gonna be perfect. I'm gonna fucking make you perfect. And you know, could you imagine living in a house like that where you know? Any, no matter what you do, basketball, singing, whatever, to have a parent that is constantly harping on you to, like, constantly be doing it. You have to be the best. Like, that would be the worst. Like, you I mean, live, the, breathe, and eat what you do, you know? Yeah. That's what uh, Serena Williams 
father uh, was doing. They just really? made a movie about it. You didn't see it? Uh, mm-hmm. King Richard. It's pretty, I mean. That was nominated I think he for just Oscar. Belie- I think he just believed in his kids. Like, <laughs> he was right. Yeah. And he, so, and a credit to anything, him. People, if anything, man. I think he deserves more credit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, you're saying he's I, overbearing. But if he didn't do that stuff, would his kids be where they are today? No, I'm saying overbearing on the media side. I'm not talking about, I'm not talking so much about the basketball side, him making them train or him believing in his kids and saying they're the best thing since sliced bread or whatever. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the media side, bro. You don't have to do that. Right. No, you don't have to jump on every every sports show and you know that's for your kids. Your kids mm-hmm. are in the NBA. You're not. You don't have I to mean, do that. Yeah, he it's was like he doing, felt good. I mean, what he was doing, I think, is trying to build his brand. Like, and he doesn't. He didn't have Nike. He didn't want the Nike deals. He wanted to build his own thing, like BBB. That's the, the that's their thing. And that they could have had. You know what I mean? Like, and to do that, you have to be all over the media. I think. Mm, yeah, but like you're overshot. But but then but also you're you're overshadowing your kids when you. I, and I get what you're saying. Yeah, marketing is cool, but there's a certain level to where you're over, you're overshadowing your kids, whether you're trying to do it or not. Like you're still overshadowing what they're doing, and you're making their life harder. Mm-hmm. I guess. I, I think true. he was a genius. I think he's a genius. I do too, but you still could be a genius and still be overbearing. Like exactly, Kanye. Let's asshole. talk about Kanye West. <laughs> you can By still be. Way, you could be both. <laughs> did you see his documentary on Netflix? I know only the first part's nah, out right now, but it's tough. Oh I man, it. it moved me. I cried was in it those good? scenes with it him and good? his mom. Oh man, it tore me up. Like it really it. shows how he really had to push to like get noticed as a rapper, not just as a producer. And it was so sad because he was getting, you could tell he's getting down on himself because no one's recognizing that he does have talent. And he goes home to Chicago to be with his mom, who we know is no longer with him or with us, I should say. And the things that she taught him and the things that she said to him were so fucking moving. Mm -hmm. And you could tell she was that person that could kind of, you know, calm him and bring him down a notch. It was moving. I cried. Like, it was moving for me. I think she told him, like, be arrogant, but not in a way. She said something like that, like. Yeah, she told him, she's like, you know, everybody sees the giant, but when the giant looks in the mirror, he sees nothing. And Kanye's mm. kind of confused when she says that. And she's like, I'm not telling you to not be confident in yourself. I'm telling you that you can have your feet on the ground and be up at the cl- in the clouds at the same time. And it was mm. like so poignant. That's a bar. Yeah, a it was bar great. Right there. <laughs> yeah, you could tell like if she was still here, like Kanye wouldn't be going through none of this. No, honestly, I think her death triggered his bipolar disorder and really made it come out you know because that's mm. how it works as a mental illness and, and it's just what, uh, so sad yeah that's what uh you could tell too like he's always been like bipolar like he could he he's always like going on he was going on rants before like right this like mm-hmm. you can see it in the documentary like he's on like um i think a radio show or something he's going on a rant like he's switching subjects like in the middle of his sentence like just talking about whatever so he's always been like that. So, so, so with that being said, I'm gonna ask y'all a question. And y'all tell me how y'all feel. Do y'all think because us knowing that, and obviously he's being with Kim Kardashian, that she she knew that she's aware of that. Do you mm-hmm. think she like used him? 
Because no. obviously you see this. Why? Why don't you feel that way? I don't oh. think she used him. In what way? I'm saying in the way of like I Kim Kardashian was was known before Kanye, but I felt like once they got together, she took off like. And, and yeah, I'm but not, I don't I don't think wanna... she knew that was going to happen, though. I don't. I really don't think she knew. You, you don't. You're that, with somebody. No. You're with somebody for years. You know how they are. You don't think that you don't see that coming. Like you don't see this him buying a house across the street from you and your new dude. You don't see that stuff like that coming. Him going on every uh, anytime he can to talk about like his relationship between him and his daughter, and you don't show him uh, where his daughter's birthday party. You don't see that coming. I don't think initially when they first started dating. Okay. No, I, I really I don't. Think, I think there was some ulterior motive working with Kanye for sure. You think? Again, that's not saying it couldn't be the same for, uh, obviously they benefited off each other. I don't want to say it like she just solely benefited off of him. But mm -hmm. at the same time, you you know somebody well enough. Like, I, I think you, you, I don't know. I just kind of. She just seems so like cold, bro. Like. I don't know, bro. Like she's just weird to me. Well, the whole family seemed that way, bro. One side of her, you yeah. know what I mean? We can't judge yeah. people we don't actually know. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, I don't really know her, but she seems to be cold, like, and just to be doing everything for for attention. That's how she's yeah. always been, though. But, like. but that's what I'm saying. Like, we don't know her, but then also you can see patterns as well. Like, mm -hmm. you don't have to know somebody to to see a, a constant pattern to kind of tell you like a lot what's of what they're the, about what's this the fourth husband um i don't well, think she was she, married to some guy she, that i don't think anybody even knew long before she actually became or not long before but before she was actually famous right so there's the one and then she married uh what's his face uh the the basketball player guy what was his name Humphreys. yeah yeah chris Humphreys. she married him i, I didn't know they Chloe, were married I don't think I'm, they were I'm, married. I thought we were talking about Chloe. He goes, Kristen <laughs> Thompson? I'm like, no. Um, yeah, so Chris Humphreys was second, right? And then, oh, Damon Thomas was the guy I forgot about. Damon Thomas. And this then Kanye. So technically, I guess it's three. This is the but same I'm, thing with me with the J-Lo conversation. Like, <laughs> I feel like J-Lo cold, too. Like she, yes. She, she run through him. J-Lo run through him. Not only that, yeah. I read something about, like, like in her rider, like in her contract, like when she's at places, like if you're on staff, you can't even make eye contact with that woman. What? Yeah. That's like some, how that's crazy is that? In her contract, it states that whatever she's doing, you cannot make eye contact with her. If you want to speak to her, you have to speak through her assistant. You can't talk I'm, to her directly. I wouldn't even want to be. And I mean, that kind of makes sense, though, like because it's a bunch of people walking around backstage like you don't want just everybody just coming up people that are supposed to be working talking to her like asking for autographs and all that stuff you know what i mean holy crap dressing room go down dave dressing room requirements a white room white flowers white tables and or tablecloths white drapes white candles white <laughs> couches no catering in the actual dressing room except beverages Everything else has to be outside. A large, comfortable chair for hair and makeup. The chair, I understand. The rest of that seems a bit wild. Like, everything's got to be white? So, I I kind of asked this question when we did these for performers at uh, WVU, Arts and Entertainment, because we got all those writers as well. 
And <laughs> a lot of it is for consistency when they're constantly traveling. And it's that, slightly I, yeah. like it takes it down a little bit in the craziness, but like some some of the things are a bit insane, but like if you're constantly moving between places, like I get the appeal of why you want things to look familiar and, and be familiar, but some of the ones are, are absolutely crazy and as WV we could not do some of the things they wanted. Right. All red M&Ms. What's it? What's in his? Not some, some artists ask for like all red Skittles or all red M&Ms. Okay, so yeah, that's actually um, uh, a myth. It was actually uh, was it Def Leppard? It was a band like that. I can't remember. Van Halen. It was Van Halen. It was green M&Ms. No. But the reason why they did it was because they wanted to make sure that they were actually reading the writer. So as soon as they walk into the dressing room, if they saw that it was there was no green M&Ms or all green M&Ms, whatever it happened to be, then they knew instantly everything else was going to be right because they actually read the writer. I mean, they're not the only people that do that, though. I just, I, I think that, I get it. I mean, that J-Lo is a little bit extreme, but I get it. If you're the talent... You want to feel as comfortable as possible doing your job. So I get the certain things you need to make you feel comfortable. It's just like a basketball player with your pregame routine. You mm-hmm. you know, you know, have certain things that put you in that mindset of, of doing your job. So I get that point. But, yeah, jail is a little much. Yeah. And I couldn't – I don't mean – I don't know what it's like to be a celebrity. You know what I mean? KJ, you could probably help me out. You play in the NBA and stuff, but – Maybe they need that stuff. <laughs> like I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we we don't live their lives, man. That's a when you on the level like because J Lo, Kim Kardashian level, you have to kind of move differently. That then people on the us on the outside looking in or you know judging you know how they move or what they put in their contracts. But I feel in certain situations you have to move differently because you're different. You're dealing with a different level of fame, scrutiny, all that stuff. So you have to move a certain way. I guess, but I don't think, I feel like a lot of times, and there's so many articles out there about like the rudest celebrities and and things like that. Like at some point you've got to, got to be somewhat humble, right? Because nobody likes an asshole. And a lot of times when you read these contracts and these writers and you're like, you're doing that just to be a dick. Like, let's keep it real. (laughs) I mean, at the same time, me and KJ talked about this. Like, some people prejudge you and think you're an asshole without even knowing you. Like exactly, I said, yeah. Kim sure. K might be the nicest person in the world. I don't really yeah. know it, but he comes off as an asshole. So, yeah. who knows? Ash, I think if you had a billion dollars in your bank account right now. Mm-hmm. You'd be a little bit different. Like, yeah, it, we would love to say how we right would now. be the same person, but that's Yeah, I guess hard. I can't say, right? I've never yeah. had that kind of money, so I don't know that's if it hard. would change me. I really don't. I, I would like say, to think you wouldn't. You wouldn't be on this podcast. I can go ahead and I bet the house on that. I would. <laughs> I would still do it. Of course, I would. This is what I love to do. I would. I, yeah, that's what I was saying. I, I would be I, bored it's not if something I didn't that have I'm doing for, to do. Yeah, you would probably own your own radio station and be doing something mm. over there. Something no. like that. I don't. I don't know. I have I no desire to run a radio or own a radio station. Man. There's way too much that goes in with that. Yeah, it's like John. I don't need to deal with your shit today. <laughs> I think she's been saying that you. right now, and she don't and she don't have a million dollars. Right. No, I don't think you guys understand yeah. how much I do enjoy this. You know, a lot of times I look forward to podcasting with you guys more so than being on air. You know, doing mm. my radio show because this is I get to be totally me here. I get to state mm. my opinions freely, speak, not have to question what I'm saying and how I'm going to come across. 
you know, like I do on air. So this is liberating for me. Do do uh, anybody from um, your radio station do they listen to the podcast or do they have they ever like asked? We don't think you should say certain things. No, or, I've never been told. Okay. The nice thing is, like, they, there's no correlation there, right? And believe me, if there was, our corporate lawyers would have already been involved. So, okay, okay. <laughs> they, I mean, it's, it's two separate things. So, we haven't gotten big enough yet. So, that's true. Honestly, maybe, maybe if we got big, it might change. Yeah. Might change, yeah. Might change. You got to pick. So it's us or them, them, Ash. Which yeah. one are you going to choose? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you picking? Mm, that's a good question. <laughs> I mean, if we can get. Uh, We'll get you green M&Ms on the show. You're listening to the Final Forecast Podcast. We're a weekly podcast, except when we're not. Dave really wants to talk about this McDonald's experience and why Which I, I trust legit, issues. Yeah, that was crazy the day that you messaged us and told us what happened. I'm like, fucking so. false advertising. <laughs> hey, listen. So McDonald's has this menu hack. Where they have, um, they put sandwiches, to, well, I thought they put the sandwiches together and it's like they have a surfing turf with like fish filet and, and a cheeseburger. They have all type of different things. So I order, I'm like, oh yeah, this is going to be cool. I don't know how, what kind of box they're going to put it in because this is going to be a big ass sandwich. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know how they're going to pull this off. So I order it and I'm like excited about it. I'm, I'm telling everybody, I was like, yeah, I'll see how it tastes and then I'll let y'all know. So when I open the open the bag i'm like i see all the sandwiches like not on top of each other and i'm like what's going on <laughs> like what's going on right now and then so i look at it and i look on google and it's like no nah, you gotta assemble the sandwiches yourself oh. and i'm like what kind of jenga shit is this you want me to right? fucking build you want me to build something and hope it doesn't fall on me like what, what are y'all what are y'all doing not to mention, it's kind of a waste if you think about it. Because look at some of these sandwiches. The way that they build them and present them to you, there's not two full buns or three full buns on these suckers, right? We're talking yeah. you have a top, a bottom, and usually like a bottom is the middle. So you're wasting you're wasting bread. You know what I mean? Not to mention, God love McDonald's. I I do love their food. However, they're not exactly great at assembling a sandwich neatly. So Facts. <laughs> to assemble that yourself would be a nightmare for real like why like you can't you that lazy where you just you don't want to <laughs> why why put it that way like it's a menu hack like y'all are the exactly. ones i could have did that. like somebody that was high one day could have did that and and told you about it like you stole yep. that idea from somebody exactly so you buy two sandwiches at once instead of just one or you think oh I don't need just one burger. I want to make this burger, so I need to buy two of them. But anybody can do that. Why present us this as a menu hack? Technically, it's it's not a menu hack. A menu hack means, like, if I go to Starbucks, for instance, right, and I know about a drink that's a menu hack, they make the damn drink. They're not going to hand me, you know, a cup full of, you know, caramel brulee (laughs) sauce with a side of soy milk and tell me to assemble it myself. (laughs) That's an idea for a coffee shop, though. (laughs) random spoons flows brewery make it yourself (laughs) is it cheaper though is it cheaper than buying two sandwiches did you say that no i i don't i don't think so it's it's the same thing it would have to be the same price like literally you're buying two sandwiches individually 
Right. And they're telling you it's not for two for the price of one for the price of one sandwich. You buying yeah. both sandwiches individually. Uh, that's stupid. It's yeah, stupid. Like, why would you do that? This is this is why I have trust issues, and this is why I I boycotted <laughs> McDonald's ever since. The land, and air, and sea from McDonald's in Morgantown on uh, Grubhub is twelve dollars and thirty nine cents for the meal. That's way what? more expensive than than a usual How much? Uh, thing. Twelve thirty nine. Jeez, Louise! Inflation. That's crazy because <laughs> land the land and sea is only two sandwiches, correct? Or is it three altogether? I think it's only two. Hold on one second. What's that? The fish fillet and the burger. Yeah together yeah so yeah it's it's a double with a fish fillet for 12 dollars the way they present it too is so it looks so good the way they present it and i'm like i know it I, even though i know it, it doesn't look like this when it's when it's coming in the box right i'm right. still excited about it and then you open it and it's fucking now the hash brown with muffin that's something that we've all been doing anyway right just putting the hash brown in the sausage egg and cheese and muffin I've never Y'all done it, but I've yeah, I would think it, that's yeah. a common thing to do. Yeah, I do yeah. that. Yeah, I do that. That's, that's so what good. I'm saying. Like they they're taking people's idea, everyday ideas and acting like they came up with something great. <laughs> so great. Hex, hacks also don't mean anything anymore. Like, have you ever watched like any YouTube or TikTok or Instagram reels of like someone? Here's an insane hack how to do this, and it's literally just the way you do the thing. And they're like, check out this insane life hack or this insane cleaning hack. And it's like, if you put dishwasher detergent in water, you can clean your dishes. And it's like, no shit. Like that's how nah, you some, do it. Some some hacks are like really good though. Yes. Some of them are really good. Like putting the trash bag in your can, you actually do it backwards, and as you push the bag down in, it like gets all the air out. It's crazy, brilliant. Mm. Mm. I can't think of any another one right yeah, now. Yeah, I can't think. Also, of any my favorite one, which I saw someone posted it on, I think Instagram or something, changed my life. One of the biggest pains in the asses for me is whenever I get a bottle of creamer and having to take that foil off because it's on there so tight and it never fails. When I rip it off, it just goes everywhere. Well, someone showed a hack that, like, with International Delight, at least, coffee creamer, and I think they all have it under the cap, but if you unscrew the cap, pop it open, there's, like, this little circle underneath the top that you put on there, slam it down, and it pops right through the foil, and then you put your cap back on, and you're good to go. It's brilliant. Mm. I'm lost. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's, cause you're, it's because you're hungover. <laughs> I'm so I wonder how many times like it took people to to make a hack. How did you stumble upon this? You That's a good a lot, question. People have a lot of time on their hands. Mhm. But yeah, this this one pissed me off. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, that <laughs> was messed up. Boycotted um McDonald's for the near future. Near mm-hmm. future so. And I wanted to try y'all ever tried like a secret menu from somewhere? How how do you go about doing that? Because I've always wanted to, do I go and just like give them a wink and they're like, oh yeah, we know what you're here for. You're here for a secret. Like, <laughs> is it a password or what do, what do I do? No, I just always tell them, be like, hey, I know that, you know, on your secret menu, there's this, you know, and I'd like to get it and they'll make it. Mm. So why, it's why like, nah, we don't do that here. Happen? What's the point of having a and some places menu? will, it, you know, every franchise is owned differently. So some of okay. them may not make a secret menu item. That's why I always ask. Oh, okay. Got you. What's the point you of having a secret here, menu? I see. 
It's not a secret menu in the sense of it's an overall, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like every, I don't know, five guys has a secret menu. Certain branches do. And then usually it turns into something and then other places will make it, especially if they already have the ingredients on hand. But Uh, not every franchise is the same. It can also be a way of soft testing a new product or something, like Ash said. See if there's a demand for it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Smart. True, true, true. But yeah, thought that was something I should share. So to save any other uh, sucker from <laughs> from watching the commercials and thinking that you're gonna get a fully made sandwich, uh-uh. Nope. So back Make to your friends yourself. McDonald's, Kev. Uh, apparently, on the secret menu from McDonald's is a big McChicken, the two cheeseburger meal, which is an actual menu item. That's weird. Um, big sauce, Big Mac sauce fries, the McCrep, mm. the McGangbang, which doesn't sound appetizing. The uh, McGangbang? Wow. Let's see what it is. This is uh, one of the most well-known secret menu items. This vulgarly named but tasty meats combo is a huge meal giving you a lot of bang for your buck. Just order a D- McDouble and a McChicken, both on the dollar menu. See, why does every menu hack eat, like have to be you make it yourself from McDonald's? <laughs> right. Let's see what else we got. Do you want to see Wendy's, Burger King, Chipotle? Where do you want to go? So go anywhere. I don't care because I want to know if other places are actually making these or if you have to assemble, assemble them yourself like McDonald's, right? Yeah. All right. So with Wendy's, we've got the Barnyard, the Grand Slam, the International Wendy's Foie Gras Burger, and secret menu items. Da-da-da-da. No way are they making foie. No. That can't even be real. Isn't that like snail or something? No. <laughs> what foie is that? That's uh, goose liver. <laughs> what? And there's no way that our local Wendy's has goose liver in the back. This burger actually features a Japanese delicacy meal called foie gras. If you want to know what that means in English, it's a burger topped with goose liver and comes with a costly price of $16. Oh, it's an international bonus. Okay. It's not low. So it looks like Wendy's does. They do assemble it. I think what McDonald's is trying is, like, get you to the app and then also not piss off a bunch of their franchisees having to figure out how to stack a massive burger in small boxes that they always have to pay for. Because, like, corporate can do all that crap, but then the franchisees have to pay for the extra boxes, the extra cups, the slow time, and, like, assembling this Jenga shithouse of a burger. Like, (laughs) like, it just, ugh. Yeah, they should do away. Just just do away with it. Just go with the regular. It's, it's been exactly. working. Exactly. And, and also, why does it need way. to be like that? Why do they have to be giant sandwiches? Why can't it be something simple? Like, I don't know, a cheeseburger that has nuggets and barbecue sauce. You could fit that. Exactly, yeah. In a box. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Go big or go home. It's been another episode of the Final Forecast. With me, your hungover host, Jay Flo. It's a good time. I mean, you got to drink to watch some of these games now. So. <laughs> That's what I was doing last night. My guy, Kevin Jones. Yup. Everybody, let's sign a petition to get my man employed. Yes, please. <laughs> I would greatly appreciate that. And, uh, and remember, I'm still making your 20 turn into 20,000. So don't forget that. <laughs> Make your money. Let your money work for you. <laughs> oh, our lovely co-host, Ash. 
That's me. Ash always says the right thing. I think Ash might be a robot. Like, she always <laughs> says the right thing. Ash might be a sex robot. We this we <laughs> might have to we may have to investigate the <laughs> the political. She's, she's, she's always like Joe wants Joe wants her up uh, right before the episode. <laughs> Joe is actually in control, right control of. <laughs> it's a, a John Malkovich situation. What was it? So last last episode she didn't care about Valentine's Day. Not a big deal. I don't care about Valentine's Day. This episode was. Yeah, if I had a billion dollars, oh, I'd still do the show. <laughs> I would. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 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 